Hello everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Financial Buffet podcast. Um this episode is going out on Valentine's Day, so happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's. Yes. Uh my name is Lynette and I'm the host of the Financial Buffet podcast. Today I'm joined with a lovely lovely lady called Mama Bima. She's going to introduce herself. So a few weeks ago I asked you questions on life insurance and that is what we're going to tackle today. We're going to discuss life insurance and who better to discuss it than Mama Bima. Hey guys, happy Valentines. I hope you're out there enjoying your day, showing love to your loved ones, and I'm so happy that today we are literally talking about life insurance, which for me I feel should be called love insurance. Yeah. Yes, yes. Um so my name is Mama Bima. Uh you can find me on social media uh on the handles at Mama Bima Kenya. I'm an insurance aficionado, an insurance maven, your <laughs> insurance lady. Um I'm very passionate about matters insurance um and I am a partner at an agency called Places Insurance Agency. So it's it's really a pleasure to be on the Financial Buffet podcast. Thank you. Welcome. Welcome Mama Bima. She's That's also right. my insurance agent. That's why she's here. <laughs> Yes, yes, it's been a long journey with Lynette. I call her Toto. So, yes, yes, yes. Um and I think I can say that she's happy with the services and and also the way we've just grown say from one uh product exploring another one and right now she's a girl whom we can say she's really at peace, you know, peace of mind, you know, yeah, because true. her finances are protected, you know, um any eventuality you know that uh and all the risks that are around us and around her you know she is someone who actually believes in insurance and takes up policies to protect herself protect her wealth yes that's true thank you thank you so much get someone who can uh, what is it called talk about you like that <laughs> yes <laughs> so that we can dive into the questions which you asked so the first question was What is life insurance? Is it different from life assurance? Okay, Lynette. Um so when it comes to life insurance and life assurance, these terms are often used interchangeably. Mm-hmm. Okay? So if you come across someone saying um this is a life insurance product or this is a life assurance product, in most cases it means just the same, mm-hmm. you know, a life cover. But ideally the key difference between these two terms is that life insurance is designed to cover the policyholder or the client for a specific term mm. okay while life assurance usually covers the policyholder for their entire life okay mm. so for example if you have purchased a home through a mortgage um and you're repaying this loan or mm. this mortgage over the course of 10 years mm. okay and you take a term life cover or a mortgage protection cover mm. you see it will only run for those 10 years right oh, yeah. so now that is what we refer to as life insurance life insurance policies but in let's say if you're going say for inheritance planning and you're taking a policy that will that is permanent or that will run for the whole of your life like a whole life cover now that is life assurance okay 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 so then that question it, yes. whatever you've answered brings us now to the part where someone can ask can life insurance be used to plan for inheritance 
So how is that possible? Okay. So I'll tell you guys, life, when it comes to inheritance planning or what we call legacy planning, there is a product called whole life insurance. Okay. And I always, um, the thing I keep telling my clients is that whole life insurance is one of the most solid ways of building wealth. Mm. Okay, of building wealth and building generational wealth that now can pass on to your children and to your children's children. Mm -hmm. So if you come across, especially in places where um, and in countries um, where people, you know, they, the insurance industry is like very entrenched and people really buy uh, insurance, life insurance policies, mm -hmm. you find that they really go for permanent, permanent insurance, such as whole life insurance. And... Um, whole life is very ideal for uh, inheritance planning because the way it works is that you take up a policy, say you decide you want a, a premium paying term. Mm. For example, within our Kenyan market, we have a whole life policy that's very unique that allows you to choose for how long you will contribute your premiums. So yeah. let's say you decide you want to do this for 10 years, you want to contribute your premiums for 20 years, and after that period of time... yeah. Okay, even after the 20 years, the policy is still permanent. So let's say you've contributed for 10 years or for 20 years, you're still alive at the end of the contributing period. Mm. So the estate still, the policy still remains in force. And at the point when you'll die, you know, yeah. it could be even 10 years later after yeah. you finished paying your premium. So even 20 years later, then now the estate moves on to your nominated um, beneficiaries. beneficiaries. So you find a whole life cover is very ideal for legacy planning, for inheritance planning. This is a cover that earns you, you know, that earns you um, bonuses over the years that you're contributing premiums, you know. Yeah. And if you look at the benefits, <clears throat> sorry, the benefits that you stand, you know, uh, to gain, mm. they are really mind-blowing. Like the kind of estate that you're able to build um, with a whole life cover. Like Lynette, tell me, um, what age should I use? A 30-year-old? Yes. If you were to calculate for someone who's 30 yeah. and say they are contributing 10,000 yeah. over a period of 20 years. Yeah. Okay. Mm. So in 20 years, if you're contributing 10K, so in a year that is uh, 120, right? Mm -hmm. 120,000. So in 20 years, you will have contributed 2.4 million, mm. right? Yeah. And that 2.4 million that you've contributed yeah. will build you wealth of 22 million, 144,494 shillings. Okay? Yeah. And this 22 million will also be accruing a bonus every year at a yeah. rate of 2.5%. Mm -hmm. So if you factor in the bonuses over the period of 20 years, the bonus will be at about 11M. Mm -hmm. So you'll have contributed 2.4M and built an estate of 33 million shillings. And I keep asking, you know, I just keep asking my <laughs> clients, where else, even within our Kenyan market, yeah. even if you were to talk about shares trading, if yeah. you were to talk about bonds, yeah. what other product can help you create such guaranteed wealth i think there's none there's absolutely none yeah. um lynette you know we come from far we've we've worked in the uh, in the stock brokerage industry yes. we've worked in fund management yeah. we've worked in investment banking yeah and really i especially because this is guaranteed wealth yeah, this is this is the kind of policy if this 30 year old was to take the policy say 
today. Mm. And God forbid, unfortunately, once you know, once he undergoes his medicals and the policy is issued, two months down the line, they pass away uh, from an accident. Yeah. Okay. God forbid, if that were to happen, he'd he'd only have paid premiums for two months, right? Yes. But the family will be paid the initial twenty-two million shillings. Yeah. Where else can your twenty thousand, you know, worth of premiums for two months mm. translate to twenty-two million shillings in just a period of two months? Nowhere. Yes. Yeah. So um to to the person who asked that question, mm. la- when it comes to life insurance, because we're at a point where um the traditional inheritance planning instruments have become too costly. You know, yeah, before true, our parents true. used to what purchase land yeah. and pass it on to the next generation. Yeah. Um, they used to maybe build, you know, uh, rentals and yeah. decide this block is for Lynette, yeah. <laughs> block B, you know, is yeah. for you know Wendy and so on. Mm. But where we are right now, if you were to purchase land and say that I'll leave this for my children, I mean, yeah. even getting an eighth piece of land. Is a very uphill task. Yeah, true, true, okay? true. So we need to turn to, to other alternative mm. sources of building wealth. Yeah. And I keep telling, because whole life insurance, there's one provider within our Kenyan market, mm. an international company that has amazing, amazing products, mm. amazing life insurance and life assurance products within the Kenyan market. Yeah. They have a really fantastic life cover so if this is you know a plan that you you're considering you know building wealth bringing protection to your family and mm. so on you know just reach out you know yeah. um see just it's the consultation is free get yeah. free uh, a yeah. quotation and it's guaranteed to blow your mind especially when you do the math of how yeah. much did i put in the guarantee it gives you from the word go in the mm. event of accidental death mm. uh, or any accidental claim such as disability. Yeah. And also, even for natural illnesses, yeah. okay, mm. and natural death, um, you you only are subjected to a six-month waiting period. Oh, and after okay. six months, you are at 100%. You're on cover. Yes. Yeah, on cover. And I think one thing I realized when I was doing a training about life insurance in Kenyan market, I realized that most of these wealthy people who die, we wonder, hey, where are, where are they giving their kids? Where are they getting their inheritance for their kids? You're wondering, wow, it's a huge amount of money. Mm-hmm. Then we were told that most of them take up these life insurance products. Yeah. And I'll tell you that's true, um, Lynette. Um you should, even my own clients, mm. I'm, I'm very blessed. I have um, a, a really impressive portfolio. And, mm. you know, you, you'll come across, you know, clients in the bees. You know, yeah. These are people with so much wealth. Yeah. And they are the easiest people to sell life insurance to. Yeah. Life insurance products. Yeah. Because they understand the value. Such a client will see a whole life quote and they'll be like, okay, just send me the terms and conditions. Yeah. Um, you know, sit down maybe with my PA, fill the forms, and she'll give me for signing. Yeah. 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 So um, for me, uh, and why I really, um, because if you come to my page, I'm always, you know. Life, <laughs> life. I talk a lot about life. I talk a lot about medical. Yeah. I'm very passionate about yes. those two lines yes. of insurance. Um, but I really want our eyes to be opened as Kenyans and yeah. to see the opportunity that proper life insurance or proper life assurance products 
really a gift to us. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So now when you were talking taking us through the life insurance product, you mentioned about paying premiums. What if I start paying premiums then in the middle I'm I'm not able to afford it. So will I still be in cover? So now um and this is something that we sit down with my clients to discuss before mm-hmm. onboarding. Mm. Guys, life insurance, life assurance, these products are a long-term commitment. Mm. Okay? Um and that's why there are different terms. You know there's a 10-year term, there's mm. a 15-year term, 20 you choose. You know the term that you feel you can actually um commit to mm. and take it until the very end. Oh, okay. okay? Yeah. So now, if you're talking of a product like whole life insurance mm. or term life insurance, yeah. if you have taken this product and say it's a 10-year plan and you go up to year 5 and you stop paying premiums, your policy will go out of benefit. Oh. out of benefit guys so and i always tell my clients when it comes to your premiums for life insurance products life assurance products it needs to be amongst your priority expenses you know when you're doing your oh, budgeting yeah yeah and you you know you've listed your rent you've re- you've listed your food you know transport it needs to be there oh you know? like a fixed cost every month it is a yeah. fixed cost and please always have at the back of your mind you know the opportunity you know what this product is really doing for you mm. okay so when you get started on this journey you need to have clarity of mind yeah. of what this policy um the value that this policy is bringing into your life so commit to it from the word go now we do also have a li- uh, a line of uh, life insurance products called endowment policies oh, yeah. okay like the education plans yeah. you know if you're looking maybe to um save you know uh, save for uh, maybe 10 years and then oh, yeah. the policy matures and you get your money back yeah. but during those 10 years you still get to enjoy the benefits of life insurance mm. okay so if it's uh, an endowment policy um most endowment policies after either year 2 or year 3 they acquire what we call surrender value okay so the key thing is to understand what what period you know like how long your policy will take to acquire surrender value mm. but if it's not beyond the point of surrender value yes um if you're unable to continue with a with a premium payment mm. you could either surrender get your money back but i always say guys you will never get what you put in it's very punitive and that's why i see you guys on social media screaming oh which sure. company <laughs> took my money But you know, uh, deep down you know what you did. Yeah. You know, deep down you know you yeah. had a 10 year commitment, you've come back year 4 and you've decided I need my, my money back. But you see what you're forgetting is during these 4 years, this insurance company had its neck out for you. Should mm. something have happened to you, they would have honored that claim. Yeah. Okay? That is why you can never get 100% of your premiums. And of course, some products are way more punitive than others. others yeah. But this is what I say. Beyond the cash surrender, there are other options. There's like paid up. You know, and basically what we mean by paid up is, let's say you have a 10-year term, mm-hmm. okay? You have contributed and let's say you are contributing 10k per month mm. uh, and you've contributed for 5 years. Okay. Okay? So they will just spread out the premiums you've paid for these five years yeah. over that period of 10 years. Mm-hmm. Okay? And going forward, you will still remain undercover and you will not need to contribute any more premium. And you just wait for the 
10 years to lapse and you get your maturity benefits mm. and of course because uh, the premium has also come down when factored in for the 10 years mm. the sum assured will also come down but it's better than nothing but you see um what i noticed with most kenyans is um you'll start off a cover you know you're faithful yeah three years, so much momentum years, yes four years down the line um you have an emergency and yeah. you turn to your life insurance um cover to to sort that emergency you know there are other ways by the way you could even sort an emergency you could take a policy loan oh yes you can take a loan on your life insurance cover so but that does that um change your sum assured no it doesn't change your sum assured okay. because over time you will come and repay the loan oh, as you okay, continue okay, paying okay. your premiums okay. okay yeah so there are so many other options but i i, I always feel that most kenyans either at the point where you took the policy you are not very convinced or you please take life insurance policies when you assure that this is the right product for you sit sit down with your agent yeah. and come through the terms and conditions you mm. get um you you should see uh anytime um I'm onboarding a client will probably even have three or four sessions oh yeah. okay mm. and even as they you know after the first session you know I'll send even terms and conditions I'll send quotes we always start with a discovery call oh, because yeah. the last thing i want to happen is two years down the line three years down the line the same client to come back and cancel that policy oh, yeah. because i know you will lose out and at the same time these are products that mm. for me i feel it's a must have yes you know, it in is every family for every person you know yeah. um who's who's working you know who mm. needs protection you know against the risks that are all around us so please ensure that you understand exactly what you are signing up for ensure you've gotten all the information that you need um on that policy and only put your signature down on that form mm. when you are comfortable and confident that this is the right policy for me. Yeah, true, true. Don't be forced into taking it if you don't understand it. And if you feel that your agent is being forceful, run. <laughs> <laughs> like just run by the way. Just run. Don't look back. Run, run, run. Run. So, uh Mama Bima, you yes. said about life insurance, it has benefits. And this is one benefit which it has, which is critical illness. Can you elaborate more about that? Okay. So when it, um you can actually even take a critical illness cover as a standalone. Oh. Yes. Okay. As a um, life insurance product. Mm. Um but you find um with very good life assurance products, life insurance products, you'll be allowed to add the critical illness benefit as an optional benefit to the main cover. So oh, for example, okay. you're doing legacy planning, mm. you've purchased a whole life cover, mm. but also you add a critical illness benefit to that whole life plan. Yeah. And when we talk of critical illnesses, you know, we are talking of illnesses, you know, such as cancer, yeah. you know, when you go into a coma, mm. you know, kidney failure, you know, if you undergo a major uh, organ transplant, you know, um if you go through a heart uh, surgery mm. etc so by critical illnesses we are talking of the big illnesses yeah um not not the normal lifestyle diseases mm. but i'm sure even for us if if you think about it maybe in the past um 
one year you've had to changa for yeah. a friend or a loved one i know you ever know? since the pandemic started it's it's become serious yes 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 um so uh when it uh it's important that you have coverage mm. in the event that you're diagnosed with a critical illness and mm. i always tell my clients especially if you look within your family tree you know yeah. and maybe you see that eh auntie or maybe mom mm. or someone that mm. you're closely related to maybe alikuzona cancer or yeah. you get mm. it just says it would do no harm you know yeah. take up a critical illness um cover because mm. the truth is illness mm. you have medical insurance right yeah yeah if you were to be diagnosed with a critical illness mm. how much would your medical insurer cover you in a year Hey, let me tell you I've had my share of critical illnesses and medical insurance. Yes. It's tough. It's tough. It's really tough, yeah. Yes. Yeah. But your current cover would actually cover you up to 500k. Yeah. And you guys, you know that's not what you need in a year say for treatment of cancer. Yeah. You know we are talking of about possibly 3.5 to 4m mm. to treat, mm. you know, to undergo cancer treatment, yeah, right? True. So, medical insurance is not enough. Like the the coverage in a, in a typical individual private, you know, health insurance yeah, cover, it's not enough. It's yeah. not enough to cover for a treatment when it comes to Yeah. critical illness so that's why it's important to have a critical illness cover embedded yeah. you know, into your life insurance mm. cover yeah um because i mean and i'll tell you guys remember our 30 year old i want to get back to the same quote um if the same 30 year old say was to take a 5 million cover and you see that's even on the higher side mm-hmm. and remember they they could even take um up to 15m Mm. for this policy that I'm calculating for. Okay? If they were to take a 5 million critical illness cover, mm. they would only need to pay 1250 bob per month. Like guys, and you know I keep saying, what is your excuse for not having life insurance? Like you will be paying 1250 shillings mm. and should you be diagnosed with a critical illness cover, the insurance company will cough up 50% of the sum assured or no 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 it will cough up 5m oh okay okay because if if your critical illness coverage is actually 5m oh, that is okay. actually what they will pay and remember they don't pay this money to the hospital oh they yeah they yeah do true. the funds transfer to you your to your personal account, bank account yeah you know so you get to decide maybe how much is going to do, to go towards medical bills mm. how much will be used you know to you know to, to meet other on. expenses yeah exactly because you see when you're undergoing such a tough season yeah most likely you're not able to earn an income yeah that's true life comes to a halt yeah you know? so you may need that money maybe for school fee you may mm. need that money for food at home yeah to keep other things running yeah true okay? true so a critical illness um benefit is a very key benefit and you find that most most of these covers remember the 30 year old who took uh, who was to take a 20 year yeah. policy yeah even after age 50 mm. okay because remember this is a permanent yeah. cover even after they pass age 50 mm. this critical illness cover will still continue being enforced the 5 million benefit yeah. will still continue being enforced until they turn 65 Okay mm. so you'll notice for most life insurance products yeah. the critical illness benefit runs until 
65. You know, there's some companies that will say up to 60, mm. but really the, the best provider locally takes you up to 65. Mm. Okay? Yeah. So you can imagine you stopped paying your premium, say, 12 years ago, you're now 62. Oh, yeah. The worst happens at that time, yeah. and the insurance company still gives you 5 million shillings yeah. towards um, the critical illness benefit. Okay, 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 okay. Then another question which most people asked is, can I take up a life insurance policy if I don't have a family? Yani, Sina, I don't have a family. I don't have dependents. <laughs> Why am I yes. taking up a life insurance policy? So now, guys, I'll tell you, one of the key factors that's used in determining, um, like even the sum assured that you get and the value that you get from mm. your life cover mm. is your age. Oh, yeah. Your yeah, life true. insurance cover is cheapest today. Mm. Like today is the cheapest that uh, your life insurance cover will ever be. Yeah. Anytime you move to the next year, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, and you're I, a risk. Yeah. You become risk, yeah. You know, uh, and I'll tell you, yeah. when, when you, uh, let's look at someone who's 25, okay? Mm -hmm. So they put, uh, they put down 10K. Mm -hmm. Every month is premium for the next 20 years. Yeah. So remember, in those 20 years, they'll have contributed 2.4 million. Mm. Okay. Um, and they will have uh they will have accumulated yeah. wealth, including the bonuses, of 34 million mm. six hundred and twenty thousand five hundred and three. So mm. the basic sum assured is 23 million and 80 shillings. Yeah. Okay. Mm. So that's for a 25-year-old. Yeah. Okay. Now, another person who is 50 years. Okay, takes the same policy, the same cover for 20 years mm -hmm. and paying 10K. Mm. Okay, yeah, their, their basic sum assured becomes 8,787,259. Remember, the 25 year old is getting 23 million, yeah, the okay. 50 is getting 8M. 8M, okay. what is that? Is is how much is, is that a third? That's like a third of what the 25 year old gets, yeah. And the bonuses for the 50-year-old is 4,393,629. So mm. in total, he'll build an estate, you know, that will now pass on to his uh, beneficiaries mm. of 13,180,889. But the person who started at 25 and mm. stopped paying for this premium when they hit 45, mm. during the same 20-year period, they'll have built an estate of 34,620,503. Please take advantage of age when you're young because you know also when you're young yeah this is the time to build proper financial habits yeah true true you know? yeah to build a savings culture you know yeah. commit to long-term pro uh, products mm. and so on mm. so think life, about the future yeah yes uh it's best to lock in the low premiums yeah and high sum assured mm. when you're still young yeah when you wait until now like you're know much later in life mm. you will actually feel the pinch yeah yes, because time true. has passed you know also your body you know you can compare yeah. a 50 year old to a 25, a 25 year. Yeah. Yes, to a 25 it's a huge year difference. and you can imagine starting say at 50 and doing a 20-year policy that means you'll stop <sighs> paying your premiums what hey, way you into seven. your retirement you'll be so, old. Okay. so you can imagine okay. trying to get um your your pension, you know, yeah. your annuity payments to yeah. go into paying your premiums. You yeah, know? So true. the earlier the better. I mean, these plans are also still ideal for people in their fifties, but you still find uh because the maximum entry age mm. is actually sixty. So mm. beyond sixty yeah. you can get life insurance. Um but um you find that um 
if you wait until very late, mm. you will have to really strain in terms of the premiums. Yeah. Or you'll either have to like put in so much premium. Yeah. You get. Yeah. Have to commit to so much premium. Mm. Um, and and also time in a way is against you because um, if you decide to take a long term, yeah, even though you can still do ten years, but if you decide to do twenty, mm. it may really strain you into your retirement years. Yeah. So the yeah. earlier, the better. The earlier, the better. Yes. Then um, I think this is the last question. Someone asked, my employer provides me with a life insurance cover. Is that enough? Um, very good question. Yeah. I love that question. Because you find um, uh, there are people who are fortunate enough mm. to work in companies that have group life insurance. Yeah, true. Fantastic. I always say that's a really amazing loyalty benefit. Mm. But it's always good to have at the back of your mind mm. when you leave that employer you can't move. That benefit is not portable. Oh, yeah. You know, if you work in Naisha Bank Isha X, I mm. you work in which company, the day you separate yeah. with that uh, employer, that benefit is gone. Okay. So um, recently I encountered a, a colleague who had a client who was taking up a life cover at 60. And, you know, he, uh, he would tell her that, you know, I had a very you know, robust cover with my former employer. So he just uh, he just retired in December last year. Okay. And now he sees the need to build an inheritance, you know, to have an immediate estate, leave an immediate estate uh, for yeah. his children. But really, guys, um, and, and of course, he's still committed to a 10-year plan. Yeah. But you could tell, you know, possibly the way she was telling me, the regrets. Yeah, what like if he why had started do this earlier. at 40? Yeah, you know, yeah. he even have done a 20 year plan, he retires and it's done. Yeah, well, already, true, him. true, true. So, um, th- and the key thing is, um, the benefit that your employer will probably give you is mm. about three times your annual um salary. Mm. Okay, three yeah. times, let's say you earn 200k a mm. month, uh, so annually you do 2.4. Mm. You know, that's your take-home 2.4. So in most cases, if you're earning 2.4, um, your group life cover will probably be about 7.2 million. Yeah. Okay? Mm. Um, now, if you are talking, if you're like, uh, if you have dependents, yeah. the ideal life insurance cover you should have is about 10 times your annual income. Okay? 10 mm. times. And I know you'll be asking, I, Mama Bima, why 10 times? Um, because... Um, if say you were to pass away, mm. okay, yeah. the people whom you're leaving behind, when we talk of um, life insurance replaces income, what yeah. we mean by that is, mm. let's say you earn 2.4 million, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. 10 times that is 24 million. You need a 24 million cover. And we've seen, actually, a 24 million cover is about a 10K premium per month. Yeah. Yeah, true. You can imagine if you're earning 200K, would it really strain you to part no, with 10K just to, towards your yeah. um, life insurance cover? It yeah. shouldn't really. Yeah. That 24 million that is then paid to your beneficiaries when you pass away, mm. all they'll need to do is go look for an investment just giving them 10%. What's 10% of 24M? Gosh, I'm not good in mental calculation. It's actually 2.4M. <laughs> I love mental subs. But 10% of 24M, then it's 2.4 million. Yeah. Wasn't that your original take-home for the year? Yeah, true, true. And that is how life insurance, we say life insurance will replace your income. Because if you have like 10 times your annual Mm. income, all your family will do. They'll just need to look for a modest and safe 
investment actually a bond if if they were to even go for a bond like the uh the, the new infrastructure yeah. bond mm. you know that's closing uh, yeah. tomorrow yeah. Uh, uh 15th of feb mm. that we are expecting to possibly be at highs of about 12.75 mm. they'll even be able to replace way more income yeah. than you are bringing home yeah, true. and remember the 24 million can stay intact in the bond mm. and every year they will be earning you know uh coupon yeah coupon the, pay- payments pay- the payments every six months yeah okay so really life insurance is actually a very ideal way of replacing your income so now what you can do if you have group life insurance at work and maybe they give you three times of your annual income mm. then you can actually take up a life cover for seven times your annual income oh, okay. so you bridge that gap yeah. so that should anything happen to you And by the way, remember, even if you're married, you could take a joint life cover with your spouse. Aww. You get so that should anything happen to you, or even if you're a single parent, mm. okay, take up a cover so that should anything happen to you, mm. even the support system that you leave behind to take to possibly help you take care of your uh, of your children yeah. or any uh, dependent whom you're leaving behind, they are not strained financially. Yeah, true. And and mm. that is why we say. Like life insurance is the last love letter that you leave to your loved ones. Yes, yes, yes. So now that brings us to the last the final part of this episode where Shalina said life insurance is the best love letter to your beneficiaries, to your, to your beneficiaries or yes. to your loved ones. So you should ask yourself this month of February, what is your love letter to your beneficiaries? Until next time. Bye for now. If you have any questions regarding life insurance, you can reach Mama Bima on her social media handles, which is uh, I'm on IG, I'm mm-hmm. on LinkedIn, and I'm I'm on Facebook. I still haven't cracked TikTok. Why even? <laughs> But now. I'm coming. I'm coming, guys. But yes, you can reach me on Mama Bima Kenya. So basically, yes. Mama for mother. Bima so for insurance, insurance yes, and Kenya. Mama Bima, yeah. Kenya. Yeah, she'll be really happy to help you. Thank you so much for your time guys. Thank you f- so much for inviting me. Lina. You're welcome. It's a pleasure. Mm-hmm. Yes. Bye. Bye guys.